now, time for Seafood News. Welcome back to the Seafood News Podcast. This episode of the Seafood News Podcast is brought to you by Erner Berry's Comtel. Ernerberry recently launched a brand new quotation series on Peruvian scallops that can be accessed through Comtel. The addition of this quotation series further expands Ernerberry's scallop coverage as market reporters currently quote domestic, Canadian, Chinese, and Japanese products. The new pricing category went live on Comtel and the seafood price current on November 30th. The new section features quotations on dry IQF Peruvian scallops sizes 10 to 20 count through 80 to 120 count. And, of course, the new price series will be accompanied by Ernerberry's renowned market commentary and analysis. To view the new quotations and all of Ernerberry's global seafood market coverage, visit Comtel.com. I'm Seafood News Managing Editor Amanda Buckle, and I am flying solo today on the podcast. And, as usual, I've got a lot to say. So, in our top story, the United States House of Representatives passed the Ocean Shipping Reform Act on December 8th, a bill described as the first major overhaul of federal regulations for the global shipping industry in over three decades. The bill comes amid a global supply chain crisis that has challenged the protein and larger food industry at every level. Rising shipping container costs, delays, trucker shortages, and limited cold storage space are just a few of the headaches players in the protein space continue to face. The Ocean Shipping Reform Act was introduced by U.S. Representatives Dusty Johnson and John Garamendi. According to Johnson's office, the bill aims to address the supply chain crisis and safeguard agriculture exporters from unfair trade practices. A press release from Johnson's office states that the bill will ensure a more competitive global ocean shipping industry, protect American businesses and consumers from price gouging, and establish reciprocal trade opportunities to reduce the United States' long-standing trade imbalance with export-driven countries like China. The Ocean Shipping Reform Act of 2021 would... Uh, for starters, establish reciprocal trade to promote U.S. exports as part of the Federal Maritime Commission's mission. It would also require ocean carriers to adhere to minimum service standards that meet the public interest, reflecting best practices in the global shipping industry. It would also require ocean carriers or marine uh, terminal operators to certify that any late fees, known in maritime parlance as detention and demerit charges, comply with federal regulations or face penalties. It would also shift burden of proof regarding the re- reasonableness of the tension demerge charges from the invoice party to the ocean carrier. It would prohibit ocean carriers from declining opportunities for U.S. exports unreasonably, as determined by the FMC in new required federal rulemaking. And it would require ocean common carriers to report to the FMC each calendar quarter on total import-export tonnage and 20-foot equivalent units loaded empty per vessel that make port in the United States. Following the news, NFI President John Connolly released a statement saying that the bill is a good start and is a recognition that Washington can and should play a role in fixing a broken value chain. Especially for small businesses, the supply chain crisis continues unabated and whether it's preventing shipping lines from sending empty containers back or expanding U.S. enforcement powers, a focus on these issues now is needed. The NFI President also noted that he hopes it should address some of the backlogs in the supply chain. In other news, imports were released last week, and according to data, king crab imports in October are 177.3% higher than September. The Russian red and golden king crab markets have been full state of firm throughout this past quarter heading into December. Imports out of Russia in October are still higher than last year, up 18.5% year-to-date. When looking at price, we are at all-time highs for all count sizes. Exports are at an extreme minimum with what low quota Alaska has had this past season. Going into next season for 2021-2022, there is no Alaskan red king crab fishery out of Bristol Bay, which is a first in 25 years. 
taking a look at the cyclical behavior of imports for king crab, as I noted, October was a large month for imports, with imports 177.3% higher than September 2021. Imports for October are not as high as imports seen in December 2020 or January, February, and March of this year. However, they are the highest we have seen in the last seven months. When looking at individual species of king crab, blue and red king crab continue to see higher imports. Blue is up 68.8% through October to 5 million pounds. Red is up 15.8% to 15.4 million pounds. And golden king crab is down 1.2% with 3.2 million pounds imported through October. When looking at retail, all crab promotions are lower as pricing sits on all-time highs for multiple items. King crab in particular is down 128% from last year. When looking at the average price at retail, pricing in 2021 is 19.5% higher than the same time last year. Heading into the holidays, inventories are reported to remain light throughout the U.S. market. Worldwide demand for product also continues to be extremely high, with Asia continuing to be an active buyer in the live king crab market. We will watch the market closely as we close out 2021. On the shrimp front, October import data reveals an 8.5% increase over the prior year. The October 2021 total of 187.99 million pounds is 14.9 million pounds more than the 173.2 million pounds imported in October 2020. Year-to-date imports are 1.6 billion pounds, up 18.7% from last year. India remains the top trade partner, up 21.4%. Indonesia is up 15.8%, Ecuador up 1.6%, and Vietnam up 10.2%. The only major supplier to ship less was Thailand, which was down 2.5%. Shipments of shell-on fell for the fourth straight month, declining 14.8%, and cooked fell 24.8%. Meanwhile, imports increased in the peeled category, up 43.8%, and up 23.7% in the bread category. And finally, Trident Seafoods announced last week that they have acquired 300-foot catcher processor Starbound from Aleutian Spray Fisheries. Trident and Aleutian Spray both share a commitment to invest in fisheries and ecosystem research to improve knowledge about the Pacific Ocean and Bering Sea. The CP Starbound, which was originally built in 1989 as a 240-foot factory trawler from the Bering Sea, has served as a platform for research and gear innovation in the Alaska Pollock fishery. Even under new ownership, the catcher processor will continue to support these initiatives. Trident CEO Joe Bundrant sent a statement that the Starbound aligns perfectly with Trident's values and vision. He said that modernizing their aging fleet of catcher processors has been a priority for some time and that with this investment, they improve their efficiency and environmental performance in their continuous effort to better utilize wild Alaska pollock and Pacific whiting resources while keeping constant focus on the health of fish stocks and the role they play in protecting our natural environment. Continuing to evolve, innovate, and align product forms to make opportunities on and offshore is fundamental to Trident's mission and service to stakeholders, including their fishermen, employees, communities, and customers. As mentioned, the Catcher Processor Starbound was originally built in 1989 as a 240-foot factory trawler. In 2015, it underwent an extensive $45 million renovation that included being sliced down the middle with a 60-foot addition welded in. The renovation allowed the addition of state-of-the-art processing capacity that enables the full utilization of every sustainably caught wild Alaska pollock that is pulled from the ocean. In addition to the catcher processor Starbound, Trident has also acquired Ocean Spray's fishing vessels Ocean Harvester and the Muir Milok. Trident said that they look forward to Ocean Spray's crew and vessels joining their family. And that about does it. Thanks for listening to the CP News Podcast, and we'll see you here next week. (laughs) 